Rabbi Saf Aaron Prisman on the Parsha, the Prisman of Torah, Parsha's Baha, you are where you are. Shalom to everyone. Although today is the Heilige Day of Lag Boimel, right now in Eretz Yisrael, and there's so much what to say about this Heilige Day, but I decided to speak about the Parsha, the Parsha for Bnei Chutzal, which, which is Parsha's battle, seeing that I spoke about Tzvilas Oimah for the past two weeks. I would like to share with you a very nice idea that my Chavusa shared with me, Rabbi Baruch Shechter, and it's an end of uh, your week's Parsha, which is Parsha's Behal. Perik Kavav Pasuk Rashi over there talks about what the Pasuk is talking about, which is a person shouldn't do idol worshipping, shouldn't do Avoidazah, Lota Sulachem Elilim, Upesel Matseva, Lota Kimulachem, etc., etc. At the second half of Rashi explains the whole order of events, the sequence of events in the Parsha, that if a person doesn't keep Shvis because he's so, so worried about his money, eventually it's going to lead him to have no choice because he's not going to have money as a punishment from Kaddish Bukh, he's going to have to sell all his belongings and then he's going to have to sell other things eventually it's going to get to a point where he's going to have to sell himself to be a slave on that, in the first half of Rashi he explains that a person might say the following psychology to himself Oh, now that I'm, in the, and that's who the Torah is talking to over here, says Rashi, based on the Midrash. Seeing that my Adoin, my master, my Rebbe, who's my master, my, that I'm a slave to, he is performing Avoidazah because he had no choice and he was so desperate that he had to sell himself to be a slave to a Goy, not even to a Jew. Seeing that he is doing idol worshipping, maybe I should also be able, allowed to do it. Seeing that my Rebbe, my master, is doesn't care about Shabbos, af ani kemoiso, lachen emu mikaosalalu. This is exactly and precisely why these psukim had to be said. I assume that Rashi is asking this because it's obvious we know we have to keep Shabbos. But no, maybe you'd have a tzad. Maybe a person would say, "Well, listen, now I'm right now my master is a goy, so I should be like him in these aspects. Just like he doesn't keep Shabbos, I don't keep Shabbos." And the question screams out and begs itself, What? How can there be such a tzad, such a hava amina, such a thought in someone's mind? Obviously, you're a Jew, who cares? If, even if you're a slave, which is very sad, but to a goy, but that doesn't allow you to not keep Shabbos. How can someone have such a thought, such a hava amina? What's going on over here? So asked my chavusa Rebbe Shecht, and I agree with the question. So he wants to say me'atzmoi, he wants to say this idea, which is a famous concept, very emistic pshat, I mean, very emistic yesoid concept, and he wants to apply it to here. He says, we know the famous Rambam, the Rambam in Mada, Perek Vav, Halacha Aleph, says that the way HaKadosh Baruch created us, Terech Briyasu Shil Adam, Lios Nimshach Bedeoisav Uvemaasav, which means a person, the way HaKadosh Baruch created us is in a way that we will be affected whether we like it or not, whether we think we can break that or not, we will be impacted and affected by our surroundings.
the way we think and our actions as well. And therefore, says the Rambam, odom Therefore, make a huge effort to connect only to good people, to tzadikim, and always sit next to good people, chachamim, tzadikim, so you'll be impacted by them. Because at the end of the day, that is what's going to happen. Don't have a connection, go far away from the wicked people later on. The Rambam says, and he goes to such an extreme, that if you don't find any place where there are good people, then you should pretty much be in an isolated area. Because this concept is so important, and it's such a fundamental concept, that we will be affected by the people we are hanging out with, the people we are surrounded with, and seeing that life is all about purifying ourselves, and excelling in midois, and being a good person, and learning Torah, etc., etc., and doing chesed, hence, it's inevitable, but the environment will be impacting us in many, many ways. So my Chavrusa wants to say, perhaps, this is the Hava Amina, this is the Pshar over here. Once a person is in a surrounding, in a family, where his own master is a Goy, and he, does ob- he obviously doesn't keep Shabbos, and he is idol-worshipping, etc. So maybe a person could get to a point, as sad as it is, seeing that that is an environment, that even in a psychological level, from a per- perspective of, uh, psychologically speaking, he'll say, okay, this is what I see, this is what's impacting me, maybe I can do this as well. So even though it's ludicrous, but a person in that matzav, in that situation, unfortunately, can get to a point where he can think maybe this is okay. Like the Gemara says many times, that the maskan of a Gemara, the many Gemaras is, that when a person does an Avera, he gets desensitized to it, and eventually he even he thinks that it's mutter to do it. Why? Because you become desensitized once you do something. And this is the same concept over here. When you see a surrounding of people, people around you that do things, they're not so good. So the first time you'll be in shock. The second time, it's not. It's also, you'll be, whoa, I can't believe it. But eventually, because you're going to see it so many times, it's going to desensitize you. As we spoke about in the past, that's one of the very nice concepts that come out when you're done the kafschus someone. We we said that it's not only a din in in. in for Yenim, for your Jew, for your friend, Jew, uh, for a friend, that's also that that you're thinking positively about him. It also has a huge protection layer for yourself because you don't become desensitized by the negative action he's doing. Maybe he's not doing, but it seems like he's doing. But if you think positively about what he's doing, that will not ha- desensitize you because you're thinking that he's doing. Oh, he's driving on Chambis? It must be. It's something allowed to do. And therefore, it doesn't negatively affect you because it's as if the surroundings you are within, they don't, they're not doing something wrong. And it's halachically permissible. Perhaps that, that, that is the pshat. That the person that is very intrinsically involved with this environment where his own master, that's the biggest effect that can have on one, his own master. The Rashi quotes the Midrash saying, Rebbe, my Rebbe, does so-and-so, maybe I can do it as well. Because that's what he sees. And that's what affects him. By the way, the Mama Muzgal, in brackets I'm talking, 
that that's exactly the idea of the Torah when Sevedivri, a person that steals what does the Torah do? Instead of throwing him to jail, which his environment was be, would be negative and have a negative effect on him, what does the Torah say we should do? We should put him in a chesed family. I mean, which family is willing to take upon themselves to have a slave living in their house and treating him with a lot of honor? If there's one pillow, they have to give it to the slave. Bringing him to their own house, even though he stole probably, etc., etc. Who would be willing to do that? Obviously, it's an amazing chesed family that seizes the opportunity to give chesed to this person and hence the environment by which he, this this person that stole will be within an environment of chesed and that eventually will affect him as opposed to just throwing him to jail which we all know who the other people are in jail and that will have a negative effect. This is the same concept as one avira gets you to do another avira and as opposed to that one mitzvah goes to do another mitzvah. Why? Because you might think, Yisrael will tell you, big deal, I'm doing a little maise mitzvah, what's the big deal? But the truth is, it is a big deal, because you're setting up your environment. The more mitzvahs you do, the more it affects you, and you're nimshach about it, and it's gonna, you're setting up your environment of doing mitzvahs. And so too, when you choose who to be friends with, you can say, who cares, it's not me, it's not me. I'm myself, and this is my friend. No, it is, it, it, it is a big deal. Because the place you go to learn in yeshiva or at school, and the friends you decide to be with, and the families you decide to hang out with in their houses, they will have a huge effect on you. A huge effect on you. And the person has to take that into consideration for himself, for his family, for his friends, etc. In the first Perek, makes a connection between David HaMelech and also Shloim HaMelech, that in both, you see that in order to learn Torah and Chokhmah, first you have to disconnect from a negative environment. In David HaMelech, it's one of the first psukim in Tehillim. The first parak, parak Aleph, it says, Ashri Aish, amazing it is for the person, that didn't go in the way of the wicked people, didn't sit around with people, just waste their whole day. And then, only after that, Kim Betorat Hashem Chefzo Uvesoso Yegem Ovalayla. All he does is connect the Torah and mitzvahs, etc. But you see, the order over here in the Psukim is first you have to disconnect from the negative environment. Because even if you do Torah mitzvahs, then the day, if at the same time you're connected to this negative environment, the environment will overpower and have a negative effect on you, which goes hand in hand with the Rambam we mentioned earlier. Bottom line, the Yisod we're saying now, based on this. Rabbeinu Yeina in Mishlei that compares also David Melech and Shlomo Melech. It comes out that for you to be a klikibul, a vessel to be able to accept and ha- let the Torah affect you. We spoke about this in the past as well. A person has to ensure that his environment is a positive environment, and you have to ensure and do your utmost to be in such a setting. Even if it, when you decide between which job to take, you should take a job. The most important thing is that the environment is positive. It's a good environment, people that will affect in a positive manner and not in the opposite. And don't be that odd person that thinks, I will affect them. No. A person, as the Rambam tells us, will be affected by his environment whether you like it or not. I'd like to end with a story that happened to me. Four years ago, I went to a shiva house of a distant family member. 
when they went there and they wanted to give respect to the person that passed away and uh, seeing that I look a bit Haredi these days so they attacked me with all kinds of questions one of which was the following this this woman comes up to me and says, I mean, she doesn't come up to me, we're sitting in a circle, a lot of people are asking me all kinds of questions, and she says, I don't understand you, you look like an Ishe Lokim, you're connected to HaKadosh Puhu, you're a spiritual person, well, at least I portray myself as one, because I look that way with my beard, etc. No one really knows where I'm really holding, only HaKadosh Puhu, but uh, at the end of the day she says, I don't understand why do you guys, I, I assume she's getting this from the media, why do you guys care so much how I dress, how the woman dress? If you're such a high-level person and a spiritual person, what do you care how we dress? Why should that affect you? To that, I'll tell you what I want to answer, but I wanted to be extra nice, so I didn't answer this answer, but I answered a very similar answer. The answer I said, and it's based on the concept where we're speaking about today is that I said this is what I want to say let's say someone's working in the sewage if he's every day day in and out working in the sewage and fixing sewages you can see him easily eating his lunch in the sewage why? because he is totally desensitized to the environment in which he's in he doesn't even feel that it's bad anymore as opposed to someone that walks by the sewage and he uh, and he can't take that smell He's so sensitive to that smell that he won't probably won't be able to eat for the next two hours. So that smell had such a negative effect on him. Why? Because he's sensitive to the bad smell. What I really told her was, let's say a person's wearing a really clean shirt. And let's make it a light color, white or, or light blue, it doesn't matter. And then a little, he's having lunch and a bit of ketchup goes on his shirt. It's going to look horrible, it's going to affect him, it's going to bother him. Why? Because it's evident that that little drop of ketchup is on the shirt. As opposed to someone that's wearing a very dirty shirt. Who cares if another drop is going on there? That's what I told her. People that work on themselves, they're sensitive. They're sensitive, whatever it is, the way women are dressed, or any other topic, or curse words, it doesn't matter. They work on themselves. That's what HaKadosh Baruch wants us to do. Each one on his level. You keep working on, on, on your midois. And you get affected. And if you're sensitive, that's a good thing. That means you're affected by, by someone else that doesn't do something on that level. So you want to work on yourself to continue going on a higher level. And therefore, it is a good thing that we're sensitive. And it bothers us that people are doing things that are not right. As opposed to someone that who cares? Everything is not right. So what does it matter? And everything is revolving around the same concept. A person has to ensure and do his utmost because that's at the end of the day bottom line the main reason we're here is to fix ourselves and to continuously grow spiritually getting close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. also on midas that affect others but also ourselves we have to strive to reach a high spir- higher spiritual level in which we'll be sensitive to negative things going around us that on this Heliki day of Lag Boimel, we'll be able to work on ourselves to try to strive as close as we can to where Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai worked. He, he got to these levels that he ran away from anything that, that was impure and all he cared about is Torah and getting closer to Hashem. That we'll be able to 
get close to Kaddish Bochu by emulating his midois, mahuachum afatarachum, be merciful to others, help people, and by that we'll be able to achieve an environment of purity. Have a good Shabbos.